Uh, we made it to Friday. Yes, we did. Welcome in TSL. This TriStar Sports Live. It is presented by Parks Motor Sales, JP Plant, West Duncan. On this beautiful Friday evening, the final Friday before Christmas, one week from today, it is coming. It is going to be here. Santa Claus, indeed, will be coming to town so glad you are with us uh, on this uh, friday evening uh, plenty of things to get into uh wes good evening how's your how's your week been man hey it has been whew, uh up and down you know with with all the covid stuff and school going remote for the last day and got our exams out of the way and now we're ready for christmas so there you go it's officially christmas now for you right it as, is as an educator it is, and I can actually uh, get some items and gifts for Christmas and, you know, actually deflate a little bit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> are, are you, um, do you like to shop kind of late, you know, like the 23rd, maybe even Christmas Eve you like to go out? Oh, I go Christmas Eve. Yeah. Love it. I love I love it because here's the thing. I, you get a strategic plan, you go in, get out, and have everything ready. I mean, I have been known to, in the past, JP, cut it as close to five minutes before the family Christmas starts. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you start yeah. on Christmas Eve. You got a family Christmas Eve uh, uh, Yes, yes. So our family does Christmas Eve, and then Santa Claus comes. Yeah. And then we have Christmas Day. There you go. Yeah, no, nothing like – you know what? Sometimes – uh you know, you're a coach, so you're used to working under pressure. Maybe I kind of feel the same way. I do better when I'm under pressure trying to get a gift. Oh uh, yeah, and because <laughs> that if sense? you're doing oh, absolutely, because then you're not distracted by all the uh, perfume sellers in the middle of the mall <laughs> or the you know iPhone cases or or, or free massages. You know, you, you you got you know now now I will say this. You're never distracted in the past. You know, I don't know if I hadn't been to the mall this year, but in the past, you always make a lap through the food court for the free samples. Oh, yeah. You know, eat and go. Is, eat and go. Is, no there, is there a particular time of the day that uh, you might have the best uh, best luck? Uh, for the food court or yeah, for shopping? For, no, for the, um, for the samples. Oh, it's always lunchtime. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's always lunchtime at the food court, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But it's, you know, you got to go in with a plan. If you go in there without a plan and you make your list and, uh, you know, in and out and keep moving, uh, you can't be Christmas Eve shopping is not one of those where I'm just going to go look around yeah. because you got to, you got to have a purpose and you got to have a plan. So that's right. That's the way to get it done. Then you can't willy nilly. You gotta, no, you got to have a game sure. plan to uh, continue with that coaching analogy. A game Absolutely. plan, yeah. You got to practice, <laughs> practice, practice, practice. Yes, you know, practice. Um, all right, uh, we've got some uh, some intriguing football matchups. Uh, mm-hmm. 
not only tomorrow, but uh, a few tonight, actually. And uh, we'll get into some of those. Uh, there have been one or two that have not made it through the week and have been canceled. One in particular, Coastal Carolina and Louisiana, unfortunately. Uh, that is one that I was looking forward to. And not that it matters much to Coastal. I think they are where they are. Obviously, no shot to get into the Final Four. And we'll certainly discuss uh, what we see happening in those games involving those teams and what comes out of that. Uh, so certainly heavy college football this hour. Uh, high school sports, there's some games happening. Some are not. And uh, really the best way to keep up with that is uh, to check out sm-tnsports.com. Our buddies Maurice and Chris uh, do a fantastic job of trying to stay on top of things. And uh, they also they have uh, some new uh, MVP content Uh one of your buddies, uh, new coach at Summertown, Dakota Cruz. He's a Lewis County guy. Um, yes. And uh, we were able to sit down with him earlier this week. That is up on their website and part of the MVP content. So uh, go check that out if you are so inclined. Uh, so that's uh, what we've got going on, of course. Uh, your boy uh, your boy got into the game last night out in Vegas and uh, yeah. played played okay. Uh, for not having played, um, had a I think a TD and a pick, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but he led his team into overtime and uh, had a shot, had a shot at the touchdown. Uh, they had it what first and goal. Unfortunately, they couldn't punch it in, and the uh, Los Angeles Chargers under um, another duck quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, was able to get the touchdown and the win in overtime at Las Vegas and uh, really taking a gut punch for the Raiders' playoff chances. Um, So we'll uh, hit a little NFL uh, conversation as the Titans are back at it on uh, Sunday as uh, the Lions. Uh, By the way, I saw that uh, this is going to be the final game of the public address announcer, uh, Dan the the Duke, right? You know Duke? The Duke, I know. You remember him from uh, when he yep. was at KDF? Yes. Back when it was rock and roll? Absolutely. And then, of course, he stayed when they made the format change to country. The biggest April Fool's joke of all time, by the way. Correct. You remember that happened on, on April 1st? Yes. <laughs> People are still waiting. Okay, this is an April Fool's joke, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Some 20 years later, KDF is uh, country. But anyway, yeah, his final game. He And, and I read that he has not missed one single home Titans football game preseason, regular season, postseason since they have been in Nashville and certainly at Nissan Stadium. He was there at uh, when they were doing games at Vanderbilt, too, with the Oilers, the Tennessee Oilers. He's, his voice is definitely going to be missed Yep, because he, you know, he always knew the right time to get the crowd going and, and very informative. I, you know, I wonder who they're going to get. It's a good question. You thought about putting your name out there? Uh, no. In your resume? <laughs> no, I don't got too much. I, th- I think you would be real good at that, JP. <laughs> uh, it, it, Except for you, you would, you know, you'd have to put your, your, uh, you know, your love and in fact, uh, infectious uh, support of Tannehill to the side, <laughs> you know, be impartial. Although it's a hometown impartial. announcer though. It's the end stadium. You're supposed to be uh, rooting for your team, right? First and ten Titans. Third yeah. down. You know, I mean, you got to, yeah. you got to, it's all about timing. 
It is. You got to have a sense of timing. I, I did a little uh, high school football. Actually, that's where I got my start in broadcasting. Was high school football public address announcer. I was, uh, I think I was nineteen, and that was the first real announcing I did. Well, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that because I got my first uh, start doing Central Basketball PA, uh, starting in two thousand nine. Oh, really? Did yeah, I did that for like four years, and I loved it. Uh, it's I'm gonna fun, be honest isn't it? with you, it is fun. Because, you know, you, you kind of keep the people interested in the game. And, you know, if you're monotone, it's not real good. So you got to get a little bit of excitement in there. But, hey, uh, that's, he's had a good career. He's, he's been very, uh, you know, a, a foundation for the Titans. You know, every time, like you said, you go to a game, you remember his voice and how it sounds. And, you know. Congratulations to him on a great career. Absolutely. Um, we'll be listening in, certainly. Uh, to hear him in the background on the call Sunday as the Titans take on the Lions. Um, we'll uh, dip into a little college conversation. When we come back, we'll take a break. You're listening to TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales on TriStar Sports Radio Network, 101.7 WKOM on this Friday evening. JP and Wes hanging out with you, 17 after the hour. We'll be back right after this. holidays everybody tsl cheers to one and all thanks for tuning in on this uh, friday evening 21 past the hour jp playing alongside uh, my buddy wes duncan as uh, talking a little college football and uh, looking at the college football playoff rankings uh, real quick before we get into the games that are this weekend and we'll kind of uh, jet back to what we think will happen of course tuesday night it was uh, alabama one, Notre Dame, two, Clemson, three, Ohio State, four, Texas A&M holds at five, Iowa State moves up one to six, Florida, West moves back just one to seven after their loss to LSU, Georgia at eight, up one, Cincinnati back one to nine, and then Oklahoma is at ten. Are you surprised Florida seems to me like uh, the the oddball uh, part of this, Wes, is, um, in terms of the rankings. It looks like that there may be some outside chance for Florida if they can beat Alabama to maybe sneak in. Well, you know, it's a good argument in the sense of, you know, if they do beat Alabama, but that's a big if. Uh, because you would be beating the number one team in the country that nobody's touched this year. But 
it would be hard, even as a Florida fan, for me to say that they deserve to be in there because you lose to a subpar LSU team, uh, and then you got beat by Texas A&M. So I don't see how um, – and I get it because of the SEC, but, you know, you look at Cincinnati. They're sitting there undefeated. Uh, you could also Coastal Carolina, which – you know, if I was those two teams, I would just say, hey, we're going to opt out and we're going to play each other. What about that, JP? Hey, I think that would yeah. be an excellent match to see Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati play. Absolutely. Um, I know, uh, of course, Cincy is, it looks like, is in line for that uh, best of group of five, which will get them a New Year's Six Bowl. Mm-hmm. Although, I think, Wes, you could make an argument, Coastal Carolina probably deserves uh, an invite as well. Absolutely. Right. And then and then you look at today's announcement, you know, you got Brian Kelly threatening the college football playoffs saying if they don't allow parents and fans, then they may opt out and not play. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. You know, be thankful that you're they're even letting you play football. Don't throw out those comments. You finally got people across the nation taking your program serious again, and then you're gonna you're going to throw out that little, little, you know, uh, statement. And, and it kind of reminds me of the kid at the playground going, well, if I don't get my way, I'm going to take my ball and go home. It's like Cartman. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going yeah. home. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well done, Wes. All right. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> we, we will jump back into those, uh, to the playoff, uh, but uh, I want to get into uh, some of the games, and, and we're just going to run through the college football games this weekend, Wes. You ready to kind of just uh, talk about them and see what we think? Yeah, yeah, let's, talk, let's touch quick on them. All right, we've got uh, some games tonight starting uh, when we finish here at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock. UAB is at, um, is at Marshall. This is the Conference USA Championship up in Huntington, West Virginia. 37 degrees at kickoff. Under partly cloudy skies, uh, UAB five and three on the season. Marshall seven and one. You like the herd in this one, right? Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. I've got a close personal ties to this game. Okay. Um, no, seriously, JP. One of my uh, one of my dear friends and and a guy that I played high school football with is the linebacker and special teams coach at Marshall. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jordan Hankins, who is a Lewis County product. He. He, he got a promotion. He was the defense coordinator at UT Martin. And this past season, he took a job at Marshall. And, man, their defense has been great. They've been doing real good. So, so go, go Herd. Go Herd. Uh, yep. 6.30 Central tonight. Uh, by the way, that game on CBS Sports Network, the Conference USA Championship. The MAC Championship. Tonight is Ball State at Buffalo on ESPN. This is in Detroit at Ford Field. Perfect conditions inside the dome for the MAC Championship. Buffalo, by the way, undefeated. They're five and zero. Ball State five and one. Little MAC action. You know, yeah, the MAC, and, and plus, you know, the, the Buffalo coach has been getting a lot of notoriety around the country for jobs. So. If he wants to keep that steam going, he needs to win tonight. Yeah, Leopold, he was uh, one of the top three candidates at Vanderbilt before mm-hmm. Clark Lee was named. Uh, Leopold was mentioned in that. Uh, yeah, expect to see him 
uh, move up into a uh, potential Power 5 team next year. Um, all right, uh, we've got a little Big Ten action tonight in Piscataway, New Jersey. It is Nebraska at Rutgers, 630 on the Big Ten Network. <laughs> yeah. Does that get your gears grinding? Uh, we can go on to the next game. Next game. It is the <laughs> <laughs> the Pac-12 championship tonight. USC undefeated 5-0, ranked just 13th in the country, though, by the way. And they are taking on Oregon, not Washington. Washington was the representative from the, uh, I guess, the North Division. I think they were doing the visions this year. But they were unable to play this weekend due to COVID complications. So uh, they're playing in L.A. at USC in the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. 66 degrees and clear skies tonight at 7 o'clock. A little sun late in the afternoon uh, as that'll be a 5 o'clock kick in L.A. By the way, uh, USC is a three-point favorite in this one. Yeah, I can see USC, you know, and a lot of weird things going on in California. So I'll go with the home team there. All right. Um, and again, this is the Pac-12 championship game. I guess officially. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Purdue, Indiana has been canceled. They were scheduled to play tonight, but that game will not happen. Uh, Indiana's had a rough uh, couple of weeks with the news of uh, the Big Ten changing um, to allow Ohio State to play for the Big Ten championship. And uh, Indiana now unable to play. Speaking of that Big Ten championship, we move to Saturday, uh, 11 a.m. Central on Fox from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. 14th-ranked Northwestern take it on 4th-ranked Ohio State, 5-0. and This is the Big Ten championship. Uh, the Buckeyes, Wes, an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. This is where everybody in the South is praying to the football gods at Northwestern will somehow <laughs> pull the upset. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're all, we're all going to be uh, pulling for the purple tomorrow morning. Yeah, I mean, if I would say if Pat Fitzgerald could play, I would give them a fighting chance. But since he's not, I mean, he's doing the next best thing. He's coaching. So, you know, you got to give him a chance. But I just don't think that they're strong enough to beat Ohio State. Probably not. Uh, probably. Although, you know, Indiana... Took Ohio State down to the wire in Columbus. Had a chance. Um, I think Northwestern may be as good as Indiana. Uh, You're not buying that one? Not buying it. Okay. All right. But, hey. But you're saying there's a chance. And that's why it's, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, that's why this game is played between the white lines. That's right. So anything can happen. Uh, Also, tomorrow morning up on Rocky Top, the Vols take it on Texas A&M. Not a whole lot to gain in this one for AM, but a whole lot to lose. If they lose, obviously, no shot at getting in. But a win here doesn't mean much. 48 degrees, a kickoff at 11 uh, a.m. Central, noon locally in Knoxville, Texas AM, a 14 point favorite up on Rocky Top tomorrow morning. Well, you know, it depends on how bad, you know, if Texas AM struggles, you know, Tennessee will keep it close. But if they come out clicking on all cylinders, they will beat Tennessee as bad as they want. And, you know, we've been hearing a little bit of rumblings that the money people in Knoxville are lined up, ready to get out, get Pruitt out. Really? Uh, Going to pull an Auburn? Uh, yeah. Which could be unfortunate because if you look, uh, 
man, Tennessee has had a lot of turnover in head coaches in the last they have 15 years. But do you keep a coach for that sake to try to create some continuity? Or if you think you know this is not the guy, you go ahead and make the move. Well, this is Pruitt's, what, fourth or third year? Uh, I believe it's uh, his third year. Okay. And he's done some off-the-wall stuff because, you know, you're looking at the quarterback struggle of Garantano, and I get it, you know. He's stayed with you. He's battled. And, and, you know, there's a sense of loyalty there. I get that. But when you have recruited your own quarterback to come in at five-star and, uh, you know, the shenanigan he pulled against Vanderbilt, it just didn't make, you know, it doesn't make much sense because you take out the young freshman, the five-star, that was seven for seven passing. Yeah, that was a little odd. And 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 every, you, you got everybody scratching your head, going, you know, you played a guy who was throwing it more to the other team than your own guys. It doesn't make much sense. Um, we'll see. You think you think I, Tennessee I think shows up? If the th- defense shows up, I mean. But I mean, you think do you think they they show up and and have a little pride in themselves and and play tough here? Ah. I think they do, but but you know, with them being off, I, I, you never know what you're going to get. You hate to use the lineup of Forrest Gump, but it's it's like a box of chocolates. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. Well, they are in line to go to a bowl game. Everybody's bowl eligible, I guess. Um, you know, bowls can pick whoever they want, regardless. They're, they're, meaning there's no minimal uh, minimum wins to uh, to get into a bowl this year. So Tennessee has been pegged uh, two or three different bowls. Uh, so they may have something to play for, I guess. Well, I, I knew the last thing they were talking about was the Music City Bowl, but with the numbers here in Tennessee being up, <laughs> I don't, especially in Davidson County, I don't, I don't even know if they're going to have the Music City Bowl. It'll be tough if they do. They certainly won't have fans, probably. Um, all right, uh, that game, by the way, you can hear it on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM coverage, beginning at 9:30 tomorrow morning. Kickoff at 11. Tennessee hosting Texas A&M. Also at 11 on ABC, it is Oklahoma and Iowa State in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game. This is going to be in Arlington, Texas at AT AT&T Stadium. Oklahoma, a six-point favorite over Iowa State. Are you wanting my thoughts on that game? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I know you you, you took a little sip there. Uh, Well, quenched the thirst. I you have so because, much to say about this game, I can tell. Well, hey, <laughs> you know, Lincoln Riley, you know, he, he his offense is obviously proven it can put up points. But you've, you've got an Iowa State team under Matt Campbell that doesn't – I mean, they're just doing phenomenal. And that guy's finally built – he's built that program up to where it needs to be. Um you know, Tennessee, speaking of Tennessee, they went after him and he turned them down because he said, I'm not done building this program. So we'll see how good Iowa State is. You know, can they stop that Oklahoma offense? And based on where they sit right now in the college football playoff rankings at number six, an outside shot at the Final Four, just based mm-hmm. on where they sit. You know, Texas A&M, if somehow they lose to Tennessee – Somehow, Ohio State loses to Northwestern. 
If both of those happen and Iowa State wins against 10th-ranked Oklahoma, a team that they're an underdog to, I guess you got to put them in, right? Well, here's the other thing that they got going for them. This is a Big Ten championship. I mean, hey, sorry. Big 12, correct me. sorry. Big 12, sorry. Big 12. Big 12 championship. So it's a championship game, and it carries a little bit more weight, whereas opposed you've got Texas A&M, who's not even in the conference championship. So that's what the committee will look at. Uh, now, if they beat Oklahoma in a, you know, a large fashion, I, I could see them saying, "Hey, Iowa State's in." You know, it's going to get interesting for sure. Yep, certainly will. Uh, at twelve thirty tomorrow, Washington State, Utah, and uh, Salt Lake. This is a plus one uh, Pac-12 plan. Thirty-six degrees kickoff. Utah by 10 and a half in that one. 2 o'clock, it's Air Force and Army. Uh, this game will be on CBS Sports Network, by the way, 2 o'clock Central tomorrow. Uh, Army's a good football team. They're 8 and 2, by the way. Oh, yeah. Munkin, um, of course, was was an, the other third, the other person of the trio, uh, the top three for the Vandy job, along with Leopold of Buffalo and, of course, Clark Lee, that ultimately got the job. So, um, you think Munkin stays at Army? Uh, it takes a special coach to, does. to coach at Army or Navy. I mean, because of the as, the military aspect of it. But the the job that both of those gentlemen have done at that school, those schools, excuse me, is unbelievable. Um, I don't know how Munkin would turn down like a big school offer, but but you know what, the triple option, it's not for everybody. Yeah, and. You know, does it really put fans in the stands? I mean, that's what it ultimately boils down to. And, you know, I guess it does if you're winning every game. You know what I mean, JP? Yeah. But it, but it's not sexy in the sense of, you <laughs> no. know, it's eye-catching, stuff yeah. like that. You're not four and five wide. You're you're running, you know. But Army's, Army's not a sexy football team either. No. Hard I mean, work. But, but here's the thing. We – those guys are going to be on the front lines and they're going to be protecting our nation. So Amen. they don't need to be sexy. No, they, they don't. Need to be, they need to be tough. You know, interesting, Air Force is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. This game is at West Point, too. That's interesting. Yeah. Air Force 3-2, and two, Army 8-2. and two. Of course, Army, uh, they did hold on to beat Navy, right, last week? They did. That's what In I overtime. Thought. Yep. Um, so, uh, it's interesting. Air Force is a favorite in this game. Uh, also, on Saturday, 2.30, Ole Miss at LSU down in Baton Rouge. Uh, how about this? Ole Miss? Now, now this isn't Hugh Freeze's Ole Miss. They're a one-and-a-half-point favorite in Death Valley. Can you believe that? that that's unshocking that, about <laughs> that. But, but here's, here's the beautiful thing about this. Does Kiffin have some tricks up his sleeves because that sleeve because him and Orjon were on the same staff for a long time on Pete Carroll's staff. That's true. All right, and then Kiffin brought Orjon uh, with him to Knoxville, mm -hmm. so they know each other and they're very familiar. Uh, and I promise you, you know, as good of friends as they can be, you still want to beat your friend if you're in the competitive nature. So. I hope Ole Miss goes down there and just puts a curb stomping on them. LSU's got some uh, difficult times ahead, I'm afraid, um, including Coach O. But 
talking about the friendship there. If Ogeron moves on from LSU, what about rejoining Kiffin at Ole Miss as the D coordinator? Ooh. Talk about talk about getting some recruits. Well, Ole, Ole Miss is close enough to Louisiana; they could uh, pull some of those guys out, don't you think? Well, that's true. But here's the thing: a, a guy like Orgeron, he's 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 at the latter part of his career. Um, and don't get me wrong; I think it'd be a good pairing, but I don't know that they would have Orgeron back at Ole Miss. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he has spent time there. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was he was there. Um, <laughs> I would he was say a coach of the blind anywhere. side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I still never forget that H2 Hummer commercial he did yep. when he was at Ole Miss. Uh, that was so. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but, you know, a lot of people don't know that Lane's daddy, Monty, is still working with him. He's followed him around from Tennessee to South, you know, Southern Cal and now at Ole Miss. So. And he's about, I'm going to say, pushing close to like 78. Wow. 78. That's Monty, right? That's Monty Kiffin. Monty Kiffin. The Tampa 2, right? The Tampa 2, baby. Tampa 2 defense. Um, all right, uh, that's on the SEC Network. Uh, also at 2.30 on the SEC Network alternate channel, Missouri at Mississippi State. Uh, in Stark Vegas, uh, 53 degrees at kickoff. Partly cloudy skies and Mizzou, a one-and-a-half point favorite on the road. Uh, in cowbell country well i will tell you this i would not pick against mississippi state on this because mississippi state uh got a a letter or an email stating that missouri was going to be an all white even with the white supposedly the white helmet so mississippi state said okay we'll one up you we'll do an alternate uniform that's never been done at the school And, and Mississippi State is coming out in black uniforms Whoa. with with chrome numbers and white and silver. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Now they've done. Haven't they done a black with the gold numbers, or was it the maroon and the gold? It was for the, maroon with gold. That's numbers, right. Against Ole Miss a couple of times for the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Black and chrome. Oh. Yep. Uh, yep. That'll be, it could be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It could go one or two ways and yep. go really good or it go south quick. That's an interesting take, though, for an afternoon game, although it will get dark. It'll look better at night once the sun goes down, those black unis. Um, all right, uh, we'll take a, a timeout uh, at this point because uh, we've got more uh, great games coming up, so stick with us here. TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. As JP and Wes hanging out with you on this Friday evening One week before Christmas. We'll be back right after this. Uh, Yes, he is just one week away from today. Actually, one week from last night to be honest to be technical about it christmas eve jp and west hanging out with you on this friday evening hey coming up just shy of the top of the hour we got summit basketball in about nine minutes from now mike epley standing by so we'll get out to uh to him here in just a few minutes 
But in the meantime, as uh, uh, Wes and yours truly uh, continue our conversation into college uh, football games for Saturday, and then we've got a couple of other topics uh, to get to, uh, but let's uh, get back into it, uh, Wes, as we've got uh, maybe the game of the day, one of two games of the days, and that is the ACC Championship, Clemson and Notre Dame, three versus number two. Uh, by the way, 52 degrees in Charlotte, uh, Bank of America Stadium at kickoff for this one. And uh, Clemson, a 10.5-point favorite against the undefeated Irish. Well, the, the Trevor Lawrence factor has really went into the final line here. Um, it's, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, you're going to see this game is a big stage game. Um, if Notre Dame doesn't perform, I think they have no chance of getting in, JP. I know you and I talked about this the other day. You still don't think they're going to get in if they lose. I I don't. I really don't because this is their make-or-break moment, um, the big stage game. And I just think it's another failed opportunity if they don't come through. Because, you know, I mean – I think Wes may have frozen up on me for a moment. Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, what I'm hearing is that unless Clemson uh, wins by, like, I don't know, three scores or more, then Notre Dame is is going to be in. I You know, I just don't see them dropping all the way out to number four. Of course, that's according to what I'm hearing, too. Uh, so we'll see uh, what happens there as uh, we'll get Wes back here in just a moment. Uh, in the meantime, Minnesota and Wisconsin, 3 o'clock Central from Camp Randall in Madison, Wisconsin. 39 degrees, chance of snow, and the Badgers a 12.5 point favorite in that game. Boise State, San Jose State at 3.15 from Las Vegas. Also, uh, Illinois and Penn State at 4.30. 6 o'clock Saturday evening. On ESPN, Stanford, UCLA from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Michigan State, Maryland also 6.30 on Saturday. And then Alabama and Florida. CBS, 7 o'clock Central. Coverage uh, right here on WKOM 1017 begins at 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Bama is a 17-point favorite. This game, of course, in Atlanta, um, in Georgia. For that game on Saturday evening. Also, we've got uh, Tulsa and Cincinnati on Saturday evening. uh, That's 7 o'clock, and this is the American Athletic Conference championship game. It's going to be at Cincinnati at Nippert Stadium. 47 degrees and rain. Horrible weather. Horrible weather uh, for that one. Um, But they'll play anyway. They will play and uh, we'll bring uh, we'll bring Wes in on the phone. We dropped our uh, our connection. Wes, you there? Let me 
turn you up. Let me call you back, Wes, all right? We'll try to get Wes in the final uh, minute or so uh, of this show. And um, so we've got uh, also Arizona State, Oregon State, Georgia Tech, Miami. Wes, uh, there we go. Hey, JP. Hey, there you are, Wes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll bring you in this way. Um, all right, uh, and then Georgia Tech, Miami canceled. Arizona, California canceled. Uh, Vandy, Georgia canceled. Louisiana, Coastal Carolina canceled. Michigan, Iowa State. Florida State, Wake Forest. SMU, uh, Texas, San Antonio, and UL Monroe and Troy all canceled on Saturday afternoon. All right, uh, got a couple of other topics. we got about uh, five minutes here, Wes. The Titans on Sunday, and also an update from the Florida basketball player. What a what a yeah. scary scene that was earlier this week. Oh, man, that was, you know, anybody watching, you know, it, I, it reminded me of the Hank, you remember, you and I are from the era. I remember when that happened with the Hank Gathers story. You remember that, J.P.? Oh, yeah, yeah. There? And it, it, it took me back. I had flashbacks because that, that's exactly what that looked like. And to see that young man being carted off on the on the gurney and unconscious and and you know, it was pretty scary. But uh, thank the Lord above that, that he is back. Uh, just got a tweet out that said that he sent a video out to all fans and the media, thanking them for their calls and thoughts and prayers. And he was he's one hundred percent responsive and. Uh, the doctors have been working close, so, so prayers were answered on that one for sure. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, that was a scary scene, and uh, glad to see that uh, he is doing well. All right, uh, the Titans uh, hosting the Lions on Sunday, and uh, there was there the best scenario for the Titans to clinch is a Titans win and a Baltimore loss. Um, but the Baltimore uh, Ravens, I think they're playing Jacksonville on uh, Sunday. So that's probably not going to happen. So we'll probably have to wait till next week because there are some crazy scenarios that the Titans can mm-hmm. clinch this Sunday, but I don't think they're going to happen. But still, well, the Titans I mean, have a good shot. It's the NFL, first of all. That's true. And, and you know, we don't know uh, which team's going to show up, to be honest with you. But like, uh, and this, this, this game Sunday scares me. You know, I, I sent you a message and said, I just hope and pray that the Titans don't lay a goose egg against an awful Detroit team. Uh, but, you know, we did this a couple years ago when we should have beat Buffalo, and we didn't, and it ended up costing us. Yeah. So I hope this scenario doesn't happen. I hope your boy Tannehill can can bring <laughs> it through. Yes, my boy. I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll suit yeah. him up. Uh, by the way, you think um, – you think uh, Derrick Henry will um, – well, well, really two questions um, for, from a personal standpoint. Do you think he'll uh, maintain the rushing title for the second consecutive year? He's got like 185 yards up on Dalvin Cook. And two, uh, I think it's like 156 yards average he'll have to do the, the rest of the games to get to 2,000. Either of those happen? Uh, I could see so. I mean, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people, you know this, you've seen it. Um, Derrick Henry has trained in the offseason. I mean, his training regimen is un, – un, it's just so ridiculous that people can't fathom what he does. I mean, his body's in the best physical shape it could be. 
and he's made for taking this. Um, the question is, does Vrabel pump the brakes on him and say, hey, we need you for the playoffs and start cutting back some of his numbers? I mean, that's, that's going to be the only thing that keeps him from uh, getting to those goals. I still think that he uh, he gets the rushing title. I, I think it's a long shot and a lot to ask to get to two thousand. Because uh, you're right. I mean, you know, unless he just breaks two or three long ones, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's no point, in my opinion, to try to feed him that to get to two thousand. Depends on how close he is in that last game, but you know, he, he, try to rest him just a little bit, right, for the playoffs. Oh, for sure, because you're going to ride him. You know, you're going to you are going to ride him in the Absolutely. playoffs. Absolutely. And uh, as you should, because he's the one that got you there. But, you know, if you don't have to to run him and, like, if you're up and stuff, I, I mean, I, I get it. But Derrick Henry is not really worried about rushing numbers. I promise you that. Uh, he, he comes from, a, you know, a place where they're just worried about championships. That's so, right. All right, uh, Wes, we made it, uh, made it to the weekend. And, hey, um, before we go, yep. I've got a question. What you got? Fire away. Tell me your favorite Christmas song before we favorite go tonight. Favorite Christmas song. Right now, you know what? I think it's um, it's The Seasons Upon Us by uh, um, by the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, I noticed that. You're it's, playing that a lot. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's kind of got me going right now. I've got a lot of them. I got a lot. Yeah, of them. I. Hey, as you are the defending Christmas uh, song champion from last year, uh, why don't you play that and send us out on that song, JP? On uh, I'll the, give season, you that. the Seasons Upon yeah. Us? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And have a Merry Christmas, you and your family, and all of our listeners out there. We thank you for listening to TriStar Sports Radio. Be safe and have a very Merry Christmas. Amen, brother. You too, you and your family. Uh, Have a great weekend out there, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to TriStar Sports Live, presented by Parks Motor Sales. For Wes Duncan, I'm J.P. Plant, reminding you that radio still loves you. The season is definitely upon us. Summit Basketball, coming up next.